Welcome to the Guilty Pleasure Podcast, the podcast that celebrates and elaborates on our odd interests. I'm Amanda Salvatore. And I'm Jackie Rayal Bell. And today's guest was Adrienne Kissin. She co-produces the all-women late-night show with Jimmy Fallopian Tubes at UCB. She's also the staff writer for Top Story Weekly at iOS, and she contributes regularly to other sketch shows throughout Los Angeles. She was named Notable Writer at the 2017 New York TV Festival. Adrienne's guilty pleasure is the Winter Olympics. <laughs> I'm not going to sing the whole song. I'm, I'm proud of you. I thought you were going to go to the graduation song, but you went back to so the... They sound the exact same, they you guys. Do. Yes. If you'd like to contact us, you could always email us at guiltypleasurepodcast at gmail.com. Or find us on Facebook or Instagram at guiltypleasurepodcast. But more importantly, guys, always, if you like what you're listening to, yeah. if you like the dulcet tones of mine and Amanda's voices, dulcet, so dulcet. And if you like Tara Lipinski, Michelle Kwan, uh, uh, Christy Yamaguchi, um, Tanya uh, Harding, Oksana Bayul. Nancy Kerrigan? Yeah, totally. Oh, so many ice skaters I could name. Name Apollo some more. Ono. <laughs> Apollo Ono. <laughs> name some more. Scott Hamill. In the comment section <laughs> of <laughs> your iTunes review, which is going to be five stars. Just five stars. <laughs> just five stars. Just, just like the ratings of the Winter Olympics. Hey. Sort of. <laughs> thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. <laughs> start screaming when we get going no please do <laughs> like move it away move it away i hope you do i hope you end up screaming a lot i like sports <laughs> winter sports are better than hot weather sports that's that's <laughs> oh my god that's <laughs> glad i'm glad we got on it really early adrian thank you for coming back to the podcast thank you holy for cow me. Hooray! We friggin' did it. How are you? I'm good. How are you guys? Oh my gosh, killing it. Killing it. Um, Kill so it. let's cut right into it. Let's because do it. we had actually talked about this topic a week ago or two we weeks ago, several two? weeks ago. It was a while. so much fun we decided to do it again. It was so much fun we decided to do it again. What also, a lovely way of looking at it. <laughs> also, our Zoom mic was like, you know what? I think that they should do this in February. Yeah. Not like, right fuck now. Fuck you, guys. <laughs> so we are revamping it. Adrian, will you please tell the viewers? And listeners, the viewers, maybe they're looking at their they're iPhones. Looking, yeah. Shit, I did not do my hair. Yeah. <laughs> they're We're, viewing They're viewing something with their eyes. Presumably. We'll do final looks. We'll do final looks okay, after. Okay. Good, good. Uh, will you please tell the listeners what your guilty pleasure is? Yeah, my guilty pleasure is the Winter Olympics. Bum, bum, bum. Well, no, that's the graduation song. I was going, <laughs> bum, 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 bum. what's the Olympic one? I have no idea. Now oh. you just got it out of my head. Uh, I can't ever think of one song no. while another one is playing. What um, is it? Well, there's a couple. There's the Sammy. But that's not the one. That's the Wicked Witch of the West. There we go. There we go. We did it. I thought for a second we were going to have to push this till March. Or another four years. Or another four years. Or another four years. God willing, we still have this podcast. We will. Yeah, you know what? Well. I like your confidence. Hey, thank you. Uh, so Winter Olympics, talk to us about it. What What's the Winter Olympics to someone who's been living under a rock for forever? My mom. Oh, God. No, she, she knows Olympics what it is. Your mom. But, you know. 
Uh, well, they happen every four years. It's the winter. <laughs> it's the winter part of the Summer Olympics. <laughs> You guys, it's like the greatest sporting event ever. It's like 20 some odd days of just awesome winter sports that you don't usually get to see like the rest of the the four years prior. They're not sports that you watch on TV all the time. So they're super interesting. I know that's like one of the reasons people like summer Olympics better than the winter because they can actually um, like they've played winter. I mean, summer sports like everybody's played basketball. Everybody's played baseball. Everyone swam. Yeah, totally. And they're like sports that are sponsored by schools. Like every school is a basketball team. How many schools have a figure skating team or a snowboarding team or a do not have budgets for that indoor rink? Totally. St. Mary's Mary's does not have budget for that. Nope. So the sports are super interesting to me. They're also really dangerous. So when you're watching them, you're always on the edge of your seat because there could be blood and guts at any moment. Ooh. A broken neck. Ooh. Death. Wait, has there that have? Ever... Yeah. Really? Oh, yeah, that's, that's no, happened. your face. <laughs> like, oh. oh, sorry for bringing that up. But, no. yeah. but like, do it, though. Like, who's died? No, a list. She just brings out a list know. of all I the people who died. I think it the last Winter Olympics where um, one of the – bobsledders it was a Mm -hmm. practice run i think it was on the day of the opening ceremonies yep um there was something messed up with the track and i think he went too fast and then hit a bump and like went off the track and then hit a pole or something like that yeah i remember that when that happened i think it was yeah it was i don't know if it was it wasn't was it the Russia well, one? I think it was the luge. I don't think it was bobsledding. Yeah, it was um, one of those. It was one where it's like they, sports. yeah, it was like they're on a, I, this is not actually the sport, but this is what I think the sport is, is somebody going really fast down a like, ice tube. That's the sport. Yeah, on a like a towel. That's the, that's the official <laughs> I'm name. I'm pretty sure they're just like, here's a beach towel. Yeah. Run real fast, shit's gonna go far. That's Don't the fall official off. name of the sport. That's basically so it's it. basically like when you go to a water park and there's those. those it's really yes. cold. <laughs> and, but it's really cold and you're not you're in gear, not in a bathing suit. But yes. it's still that like flim flammy thing that you're supposed to put your butt on and slide down really fast. I don't fuck with those slides. I don't do oh, water no. parks. No, in I general. don't do water parks. No, that's just. I pee. think you hit an age where you realize why have I been doing this? <laughs> I don't think I ever did. I was when, disease. No, no. Wedgies. Yeah. Just <laughs> people standing really close to me in line with a wet bathing suit on. Hairy old European men in Speedos. Ugh, I don't need to see that. Wedgies. That. I don't need to see that. One of my like most favorite water park memories is from when I was a kid. I was at uh, uh, Lagoon. Uh, it was in Disney World. It was like Typhoon Lagoon. Oh, yeah. Typhoon Lagoon. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was like seven. My sister was five. And my mom was, you know, the age she was when we were seven and five. She was and, the age she was. <laughs> and uh, we like we saw that this one ride had it didn't have any lines. And my mom was like, oh, let's go on, the, let's go on oh, this ride, girls. There's no yeah. lines on it. And so we like climb up and it didn't look super high. So we sent my sister down first. <gasps> no. And I swear to Christ, her scream on the way down. My mom literally looked at me and was like, well, I guess we have to go down now, too. Is that what, is that what no. she said? That is what she said. I can't wait to meet your mom. <laughs> I cannot me, wait to meet your I mom. I would have just backed down the stairs like, and thanks. met the kid at the end of the ride. Yeah. <laughs> but it was one of those like 90 degree drop, like oh, body God. slides. And my sister just was like, what? Oh god, that's awful. We weren't even. I don't think I've ever gone to a water park. Don't they're gross? Disney World's water parks are great. Typhoon Lagoon and uh, Blizzard Beach are great. But like, if you go to like 
all of the other like yeah like off- action park where like my brother would go in yeah. New Jersey yeah when that, we that were closed. kids my parents yeah my parents would never let me go but they because I was younger but they let my brother go and some of those rides were I mean they were literally just death traps yeah it's like do were. you want to murder your child and not go to jail for it here Send you go action park. <laughs> that's actually the tagline for action park they're like ah you kids a pain in the ass Kill them. <laughs> Kill them. <laughs> but send them here so they know you didn't. So Action Park, uh, this is a- totally deviated off topic, but Action Park, yes, has a very rich history. If you Google it, you'll find out all about it. I think BuzzFeed did like a little expose about it. Oh, yeah. But Action Park did reopen, and I went there. When I, in like 2015, did you go oh, to the no. grand reopening of Action Park? And no. it was just built with the bones of the children. But my my ex, I was I was dating my ex, and we um he his his company did like a outing for all the employees to Action Park, and he was like, yeah, it's like this water park, and he told me the name, and I was like, oh, I was like, wait, oh no, he told me the location because they rebranded. Oh, I was like, wait, it's there. Yeah. I was like, that sounds a lot like Action Park, and then we get there, I'm like. This is fucking action park. <laughs> this is bullshit. Don't go on anything. Oh my god. <laughs> Don't go on. Anything. Don't go on anything. Just eat corn dogs. <laughs> just, just eat all the food. Um, but anyway, back to winter sports, which yeah. which are much more graceful than just people in two tiny bikinis. Totally going down really fast slides. That's the summer Olympics, you guys. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Speedos and hair. But winter Olympics has much more gear, much more fun costumes. Yeah, and yeah. much more coverage. Much which, more. Yeah. Coverage. Sometimes. Sure. I appreciate I mean, it. I want to see those curlers in bathing suits. They're yeah. not in the best shape. I feel like that would be a really ugly naked person. Like, not just in an ugly shape. Like, you know, <laughs> are you ever naked? Yeah, and you're like, ugly you... people. No, no, no. <laughs> with their ugly shapes. Ah, <laughs> uh, ruining my Olympics with your that... weird shaped body. Fun fact, that's how the Winter Olympics started. They're like, oh, they're an athlete, but they're lumpy. <laughs> Let's cover them this up. This person is fast. However, pear-shaped. <laughs> I think my favorite Not thing. Not the most desirable. I think my favorite part about the Winter Olympics is how everyone just wears a sheet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you can over. tell they're the athletes because they're just shrouded in cloth. It's just like a bunch of ghosts. It's spooky, the Winter Olympics. Woo. <laughs> Guys, this is going to be a silly one. I can feel it. Yeah. This is going to be a silly one. Yeah, yeah. So back to Let's. I digress from the spooky <laughs> Winter Olympic sports with lumpy people. Um, Probably a lot of ghosts at Action Park, by the way. Lots of ghosts of, of children who were very annoying. <laughs> Whatever. Um, what are some of... When did you get in... Like, when slash how did you get into the Winter Olympics? And what are some of your favorite uh Sports um, <laughs> or events. I rather. got into it like further back than I can even remember because my mother gave me one of those goddamned Dorothy Hamill bowl cuts. So basically, I was sort of born into it. <laughs> <laughs> it was not a choice. My mother loved ice skating. I got the terrible ice skating haircut. And a passion was born. You're like, she looks like me. <laughs> it's like you looked in the mirror with that haircut and you're like, I know who I have to be. <laughs> <laughs> totally. And I took no ice skating lessons to get there. Nice. Um, yeah, I just always watched them. Like, you know, when I was growing up, you only had a couple of channels. So during the Winter Olympics and the Summer Olympics, you didn't really have a choice but to watch anything else. And the whole family watched it together. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's how I got into it, just because it was the only thing that was freaking on television. Um, but definitely, I mean, I think for like most, most little girls, it's like the ice skating is like super cool because it's the sport where like traditionally women have gotten more attention. 
Yeah. Um, Hell yeah. It's like the gymnastics of the Winter Olympics. Yeah. And like more people, even even the men, like they want to watch the women participating in this sport. Uh, So definitely like ice skating drew me in. And the fact that it was really the only sport my mom liked too. My mom grew up ice skating, not taking lessons, but it was back in a time where ponds would freeze over four months at a time. And Every kid in the neighborhood would just be out on the pond all the time. So the fact that my mom loved ice skating, it was fun to sit down and watch it with her, too. Um, I think when I really started getting getting into it, like, by myself, where it wasn't like, my family's watching the Olympics, I'm going to watch it, too, was probably, like, around 88. And that was because of Debbie Thomas and um, Katarina Witt. They had this rivalry. It was called the Battle of the Carmens because they were both skating to the same music. (gasps) And they were rivals. Like, they had been chasing each other for years so there was so much build up in the press that's awesome it. yeah that's so cool though yeah Ugh. see that see now i want to see like a back-to-back of we that. can we can make that happen we can make that happen. put it on our uh, instagram mm-hmm. yeah am i on hello you're can on. you hear me yeah you're what, there which one am i three one one i'm one no she's no one. i'm one no you're two you're two I'm two Hello. Oh, hey. there I am. Sorry, we could edit that out. That's okay. No, yeah. I'm gonna leave it on. I'm kind of okay. riveted by it. Well, you know, I have to. If I can't hear myself talk, then what's the point? <laughs> you know what I mean? Why do we even do this? I for? love the sound of my own voice. <laughs> oh, you guys are just gonna edit me out completely? Pretty much. <laughs> just gonna be me and Jackie talking about spooky ghosts. <laughs> That's what this podcast it's is actually, actually be gonna the be. Ul- about. It'd actually be the ultimate test to see if any of our guests listen to their episodes. Ooh, oh, let's do it. I think that should be a whole podcast where you have guests on and you edit out the guest and they're like where was I uh that would actually be hilarious um but let's go back to ice skating the Carmen's yeah. the Carmen's so yeah. who won the Carmen battle oh it was who a was it big ass bummer so Debbie Thomas was American and I mean little spoiler alert the first I think first black person ever to win a medal at the Olympic Games um she was pretty favored to win. I was so goddamn jazzed. As a kid, I was like, of course she's going to win. Like, she's the person I want to win. She's the person that every American wants to win. She's going to win. So back then, they had – it wasn't just the short program and the long program. They had compulsories too, which is mm. – I think every skater had to go out on the ice by themselves and skate the exact same pattern in the ice. So it was to see how good your footwork was. I think that's, like, the way to do – that's the way to test that shit out, right? Wouldn't that be a great way to be, like – we're going to give you all the same the exact same thing, thing yeah. to do and who Baseline. does it best. Yeah. yeah. I don't think there's like any like any artistic scores in that. It was just looking at like how well you did footwork and like the way you cut into the ice and even like the sounds you made and all Ooh. that. Because the people who are like judges and who are like professional skaters, like they can tell, like they can just listen to a program and go like this person's better than the other person. I can just tell by the sound that they're making on the ice. So she won that. And then she also won the short program, and then the long program, like, fell apart and then just came away with the bronze, which was a huge ass bummer. What happened in her long program? Uh, I, I, you know, I haven't watched it in a couple of years, but I think, like, she just started, I mean, I, who, I don't, I am not as nice skater, so I don't know technically what wrong, she but there were, there were falls. Aww. Yeah. Yeah, I remember watching, because I grew up watching uh, figure skating, too, in the w- Winter Olympics. I, I, I just remember, like, being a young kid and watching it with my grandparents, and we just loved it. It was so cool. But I remember that look when they would fall, and you would just see it in their face, like, no. Yeah. And they try. Yeah. They do, the like, the the smile. Yeah, they're like, like the the 
toddlers and tiara smile where it's like i'm tired and sad but i still have to smile yeah and after Mm -hmm. you fall once like and you have to pull yourself back up you're exhausted like it's it's not easy to fall you get really tired when you fall a lot exactly so then you're more prone to further falling yeah Yeah, and also you're just bummed out as fuck like your mental your your mental stamina and discipline and focus must be insane you are gliding on a slippery surface not to explain what skating is <laughs> but with two blades and that's it yeah and then you fall and you're and that little focus... teeny tiny dress does not have any padding no, no. And it's like you've been planning for those like three minutes since you were like four years old yeah, so, no pressure, right? And then you fuck it up. <laughs> yeah, and then you. Sh- I remember one time. I wish I could remember the athlete's name. I think it was in the '90s. I was watching the Olympics, and it was a, a woman. I, don't know, I think maybe she was French. She was sort of in medal contention. She was like one of the top like five or ten, and like she was doing her program, and she fell once, and it was like, oh, I think it may have even been in her first jump, and then she fell again on the next jump, and then she fell again, and then you could tell she was so exhausted that she was like even when she was just skating in a straight line she started falling and it was so like the commentators were like didn't even know what to say because it was the most depressing thing ever and when they came back from commercial they didn't even show us her scores (gasps) like that's how bad it was oh no and I tried to YouTube that all the time and I can't remember the name of the skater and I can't find it that's so sad isn't it and laughing it's just like Like when you prepare for something so much and then you just royally fuck it up this is how I was with piano recitals when I was a kid I've done I played piano for years and years and it would get to the point where my teacher was always really nervous that I was going to screw up because I was not a very good player and as I got older like I would be like closer to the end of the recital because the better kids were at the end and then I started like preparing for the recital way earlier because I'm like I'm not going to mess up and then uh, I remember like completely royally messing up and then walking backstage and my teacher, this, these are for the viewers at home, just like looking down and shaking her head, like couldn't even make eye contact oh. with me. And that's that. I mean, I have to like laugh about it because it was so humiliating, oh my God. <laughs> but it happened like several years in a row. So oh. I don't think it's actually funny when you fail, but you kind of don't know that stuff. You know what though? Don't take it so seriously. <laughs> you know what I mean? And also it's... like points for trying. Yeah, 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 totally. totally. I've done. I used to do when I used to. I would have to sing at Barnes and Nobles all the time, you guys, because that's uh, a thing that was no, in my former life. No, it's not. Somebody told you that was no. It's like on a dare. What no, is this? like I was studying voice, and my teacher would be like, "We have a, a we're going to Barnes and Noble, and we're going to perform." And I was like, "Fuck this." So we would go and we'd perform and I, I, you know, you'd look out and you'd see like somebody looking at you and then I'd be like, <laughs> where am at- I in this song that I already hate to sing? Because I never really, I mean, <laughs> I was a, I want, I probably, I didn't realize that I wanted to be funny <laughs> for a long time. And then all of a sudden I discovered like funny songs and then I was like, oh, these are easy to memorize. Oh, because I want to do it, you know? Mm-hmm. But um, when I was learning the songs were about like taking long journeys at night. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm just picturing you smack dab at the ground floor of a Barnes and Noble, you know, where all the fun toys are. Yes. And then you're singing. <laughs> That's why it was really... still books. It was still mostly books. And you're just singing really seriously about this really serious song. And you just look across the Barnes and Noble and there's just one guy checking out like thank you cards. And he's just looking up at you like, like what why, the fuck? Why, why are you here? <laughs> why are you here? It's just me and a microphone. So it was so, and I messed up every time. Aww. I messed up every time. 
I know. I'm, I'm, I mean, like, and I did not try to prepare. Because the more I messed up, the more I was like, I don't, I want to avoid that feeling yeah. again. I just don't want to ever practice. But, yeah, that's why I'm not an Olympiad, yeah. you guys. Sad story. My teacher loved me because I was first, I was the youngest student she ever had. And then I was the student that she had for the longest. Because I started when I was five. Aww. And I, like, didn't stop until I was, like... 20 like I came back even when I was in college a few times but uh my very last recital in high school I was supposed to be the last person to play because I was the oldest and the most experienced and it was the day where she was like okay we have to talk about your recital piece and I said to her like Joan I hate to tell you this but I'm not going to do the recital this year there's no way I'm going to let it end on that note of me like totally fucking up and then like coming backstage and you hanging your head and, and shaking it in shame and she was so sad she went Hold, oh, wait a second and she left the room and she came back and she handed me a trophy and she was like I was going to present this to you after the recital oh, in front of everybody like no. she had already bought me a trophy that she had never purchased before in her life for anybody else months in advance and I felt terrible did you perform? I did not <laughs> hell no like, give me the trophy let me go out there I'll I play twinkle twinkle so, I know that one just real quick before we dive back into the Olympics yeah. are you good at piano? no I mean <laughs> I'm not I mean I have the skill <laughs> no but I kept doing no, it I, I just my skill because life. I was taught 15 I mean, I years that's... but I'm not good no I'm not I don't have the natural ability uh, I think it's the same with like it's the same with most sports too it, sure it takes a lot of hard work but to be at the top of the game, you have to start with some innate talent to begin with, well, and I do not have that. What was the thing our, our teacher said? Because uh, you were no, no, no. What was one of my like writing teachers was like, okay, there's three parts for if you're going to make it as a writer. One part is your network. Second part is hard work, and third part, which you have no control over, is talent. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like it's true though. Like you can like learn like the the minutia, the ins and outs sure. of a certain thing, but if you just don't got that. You just don't got that thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? You can't make it happen. Yeah. I mean, you can, but it will know, you know? Yeah. I'll know if you're a shitty writer. I'll know. I'll read it and I'll be like, you're a shitty writer. writer. Um, But good luck with your network and your hard work. Yeah. Um, You keep trying. And they were like, watch me. This, uh, now we have seven fast, seven furious. (laughs) Yeah. And that's why we have that now. Thanks. That was Thanks, a bad delivery, bad but I was making a joke on Fast I was, and Furious. I was with you. Also, Bright met Max Land. Uh, anyway, oh, I don't know. yeah, that movie was bad. Sammy shaking her head. She's like, yeah, that movie was bad. <laughs> um, so, figure skating. All right. Yeah. So we had uh, the Battle of the Carmens. We also had like very uh, famous um, ice skaters in the '90s as well. I'm all about that life. Mm. Uh, I loved my personal favorite, who I discovered her on Instagram after we had talked a couple weeks ago, Michelle Kwan. Oh, oh Michelle, yeah. Michelle Kwan. Kwan. Loved her. Great. And her. Also a big bummer. Like best, one of the best figure skaters of all time. Never won the gold to the Olympics when she was favored like every single time. Mm-hmm. And you know what? I looked at her Instagram. She still looks like 90s Michelle Kwan. She's in fantastic shape. She posts selfies of her like doing these crazy shapes and doing all this crazy ice skating. I'm like, this she's bitch still, still has skating? it. Yeah, yeah she's still ice skating. She looks fantastic. I loved her. She was great. Oh, she was amazing. Yeah. Who, who always beat her out? Because I'm trying to remember like in the Michelle was Kwan days. Was it Oxana days. Bayul? No, she oh. was was too young for that she was actually i think michelle kwan was actually an alternate at the tanya nancy debacle i think she was an alternate on the team back then she was very very young well let's get into the tanya nancy debacle because it is kind of timely uh, because i tanya just came out Mm -hmm. with margot robbie yeah yeah um so like i don't remember that because i was i was not forming memories i'm sorry that makes me so sad because it was such a beautiful time in history and i'm sorry you missed it (laughs) i feel like 
I want to bring little Jackie. It, I want. It's. It was a magical time. You know, it it's, it's fine. I'm. It's fine. I'm. You could watch YouTube now, I guess. Yeah, but it was a magical like 10, time. Ten thousand movies and documentaries and interviews. Yeah. You can put yourself back there. So, what do you think about? Because we all know what happened. Yeah. Well, um, no, well, actually, refresh me. Okay. Um. Well, you have. Do you want to do it? Sure. Do you want to tell them? Yeah. Right. Sure. So. Uh, I mean, there's there's really not that much to tell that you're not going to know. Nancy Kerrigan and Tanya Harding, two really fantastic skaters, uh, kind of the same like socioeconomic background. That's what I got. However, right? Nancy had an incredibly supportive family, and Nancy had a piece of shit mom. Yeah. Wait, so uh, Tanya had a supportive family? Yeah, Tanya. I mean, I mean, sorry, Nancy, no, Nancy had did. a very supportive family. Tanya very had a loving, piece of shit. Very close. Yeah, and. Horrible. Exactly. Yeah. A lot of abuse. A lot of abuse, too. Uh, incredible skater. Very uh, super strong. Great jumps. Way more athletic. And Nancy was the, you know, the graceful swan one. Gotcha. Uh, she was pretty. Yeah. She, she was, was pretty beautiful. Too. Yeah, because Tanya was a little more like. Um, Not pretty. Yeah, she was a little rough around the edges. And like she had to make she her own costumes and rude? all Not that pretty. stuff. <laughs> it was. It, I mean, like she. Yeah, it was just. I mean, it was. It was apparent and it was commented upon really about like who was prettier prettier and like yeah. more graceful and exactly. all this stuff but tanya was the one who did the triple axel first yeah like, she was like the first american woman to land that specific jump in competition which was a super big deal yeah it's and insane. i when i was like i loved them both this was before i was a bitch and i and i hated people i really loved both of yeah. them i was on both of their sides you walked in you, you were like i hate you i hate you i hate you everybody sucks let's talk winter olympics you're very aggressive and very mean good you're not lovely at all continue <laughs> So you liked both of them. I really loved both Sorry. of them, and I wanted them both to succeed. <laughs> and then, like, it, there was, it was just a big mess when the whole clocking on the knee started. Like, yeah. nobody knew what the truth was, and nobody knew how to believe, who to believe. And I was naive, and I wanted to believe that Tanya had nothing to do with it because I liked her so much. Yeah. So, like, I was rooting for her even at the Olympics still. And then they're like, her lace broke, and she had to stop in the middle of her routine. and went over to the judges and showed them her skate and was crying, and they let her leave the ice and then ski again. And it just... Like it just did not. That hurts your. That hurts your mental capacity. So what Absolutely. happened? Nancy Kerrigan got like whacked in the leg, right? She got whacked yeah. in the knee oh at a <laughs> at a practice skate. Yeah. Uh, like a, it was like a. I don't know. Maybe like a month, but it was not. It was pretty. It was pretty close to the Olympics. It was pretty close, but it wasn't. I feel like. You remember it? It was as if it was like at the Olympics, yeah. but yeah, it, it was not at the Olympics. It was before. No. I think it was qualifying, like a qualifying yeah. round. Yeah, like she couldn't, like she couldn't skate, but they like gave her a pass to go on the team. They knew anyway. she would have. Yeah, uh, yeah. So basically, these goons that Tanya Harding's ex-husband at the time hired—they're complete morons. Just the dumbest dingbats in the world like one yeah. of them would like make up stories about how he was like a cia agent or something it was just ridiculous it was, it, it was her bodyguard and he they like hired their friends yeah because they're all poor they're they and like, they left like they flew into it was i can't remember where it was like detroit or something like that they flew in from another state and left like a huge ass paper trail and everything they were just the dumbest criminals they ever they had right. no idea what they were doing was tanya in on it that's the thing that's the thing nobody knows and her story changes all the time and like she 
confessed to in court, confessed to like knowing after the fact, like finding out afterwards that they did this and then not telling anybody, like sort of helping them cover up. But then there's evidence that they found like a piece of paper that had um, in her handwriting that had the name of uh, Nancy's rink where she practiced and her specific skate times. Like, why would you be writing that down otherwise? And um. So there's, I mean, that's the rub. Like nobody, and she admits all the time. She's like, yes, I've lied to the American people. So we're never going to know the truth. Nobody's ever going to tell us really what happened. Mm. Interesting. Yeah. It's a bummer. Hey, it's thanks sad. for the recap. Yeah, it was a bummer. It was a big bummer. There was yeah. a lot of magazines. I remember that specifically. Oh my God, it was so everywhere. Many, it was everywhere. I was in high school at the time. And uh, in our yearbook, there was some like dumb thing where it was like uh, like memories of like the past year, and one of them was my yearbook had those too. All of mine did. One of them was what was the biggest scandal, and then there was like a drop down list, uh, so you could, like pick which one you thought was the biggest scandal. And of course, I was like, well, of course it's gonna be Nancy and Tanya. Everybody's gonna vote for that one. These idiots voted for Lorena Bobbitt, Bobbitt chopping her husband's penis off. I mean, that uh, was hilarious. That is in my yearbook. How was that How allowed? Is that even possible. <laughs> Um, that uh, is hilarious. Can, like, let's all just take a moment. Like, I want us all to take a moment right now and just oh. remember um, a time in America when that was the biggest scandal. Oh my god, wasn't that nice? Wow. Sorry, Nance, but yeah. Sorry about your kneecap, but also like, wow. Simpler times. Right? Simpler times. Yeah, I think the Olympics. Like, nobody's paying attention at all. Usually, there's like a ton of build up to it. Mm-hmm. Where are they Everybody's taking place like, this year? South Korea, which should make them the huge. Oh, well, way no, more that's interesting. right. Because North Korea is joining the South Korea team, yes. right? Yes. Oh yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. No, there's mm-hmm. a lot of political uh, going on with this because North Korea approached South Korea and was like, "Let's do the team together." And so, like now, North Korea and South Korea are like trying to repair relationships, and it's like, why some is people this are down happening? with it, and some people are like, "Get the fuck out of here." Yeah, it's really yes. weird. It's very contentious. Um, yeah, that's going to be really fascinating. So the last Winter Olympics were in Russia, mm-hmm. and so those were gee. hilariously a uh, debacle. A debacle. Right. Like I remember seeing footage of that, like reporters coming in and they were like taking pictures of their hotel rooms they that weren't fully have, like, constructed. Yeah, like, they, they didn't have, like, have toilets, yeah. or like the holes. toilets didn't flush. And, and the stuff. Russians doped. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Which is like just like I think a grand history in Russia's participation and just it everything. Is. There is a really cool documentary on Netflix. I think it's called Icarus. That's all about the Russian doping scandal, and it's fascinating. Oh, I bet. Yeah, that's Icarus. awesome. So, aside from ice skating, which sounds like it was the most prominent in your memory, what are some mm-hmm. other sports in the Winter Olympics that just get you like that you're just always really psyched to see? Oh, I honestly, it's pretty much all of them. I grew up skiing, so I love skiing. I love the sounds that skiing makes. So, like, I'm an ASMR person. I listen to those videos. <gasps> I so am I just too. Love oh that my stuff. God, I do. Too. I'm not a fan, but I'm you gonna guys li- I'm going to watch all the skiing now and fall asleep. Yeah, totally. Totally do that. Um, so I love um, I love slalom. I love the snowboarding stuff. I think there's a new snowboarding event that's supposed to be like crazy dangerous where they're getting like going off jumps and getting like crazy air. Well, how much air do they get? Because I know Sean White is the fa- is a yeah. famous snowboarder. Like I see some of these jumps that skiers and snowboarders do. How high do they actually go? Do we know? That's, a, I don't that's know. a very that's a Google question. I'll Google, that's a Google question. it. Google it. Yeah. So Sean White um, just he got like a couple of weeks ago like perfect tens on one of his runs in like the qualifyings. Wow. Literal perfect tens. Wow. Yeah. I can't believe that dude is still at it. I was gonna say, how old is he? 
Does his hair know. still be? Is his hair still crazy long? No, he changed that a long time ago. Okay. Yeah, he was a little crazy. Now he's like, well, I think he was he pretty was like young a, when he started. He was probably yeah. like in like mid teens, like teens when yeah, he first he went really to the young. Olympics. So he has to be, um, yeah, he's snowboarding's happy. top world records. Oh, by Red Bull. Of I course. Like, I like how Red Bull was like, okay, we're a garbage uh, beverage that definitely doesn't do anything good for anyone, but we're going to associate ourselves with people that do like amazing feats of athleticism. Right. Um, and it's like, they definitely don't drink Red Bull. Yeah. No. <laughs> no, you can't drink Red Bull and then go out and do anything. Yeah, it'd be like, like shotgunning espresso and then thinking you're going to do well. Yeah, at, right. at why, why is my left eye twitching uncontrollably <laughs> and my right arm numb? Hmm. I also love speed skating because that is dangerous as fuck, especially yeah? like the short track where there's like oh, a yeah. ton of them on the ice at the same time and one person falls and they all go down like dominoes and then, <gasps> you know, you get blades in the face. Blades in the face. <laughs> That's actually a new uh, punk band. Blades in Bl- the face. <laughs> Gross. There's this woman <laughs> named Erin Jackson. I think that's her name. She's the f- I think she's the first black woman to ever make the like women's long track speed skating team. Yeah. But what's so cool about her is that she only started racing on ice like four months before the trials and she made the team. She was what? a rollerblader and then was like, I guess I'll put on some ice skates and was on ice skates for four fucking months and then made the Olympic team. And I'm just imagining all Talent. those all those girls who were racing to like make the Olympic team like their entire lives. Like I'm on ice skates every goddamn day, racing my ass off to make the Olympic team. And this girl just walks in is like, I don't really know how to lace up a skate. And then boom, she's on the team. She has really good. She has a good network. She has hard work hard work. And the talent. Yeah, she's got the talent for sure. She definitely has the talent. Yeah. Um, Sean White, apparently, I'm Google's being weird. You know, sometimes like you Google stuff, stuff on your phone Google. and you're like, Ugh. Um, it's all ads. Most snowboarding records comes. Oh, no, I just don't want to. I just want to know the highest one. Sean White has hit 23 feet in the air, which is pretty high. That's but I thought high. that, yeah. I, thought that I, th- I was expecting like higher than that. I need to see what that looks like. Yeah. I don't know what that is. In my head. I also wonder, because there are different snowboarding sports. So he's in the, he's on, in the pipe. Like, he does the pipe things. Mm. And there are people who do, like, the, what is it called? The, a, like, like, the jump? Slope. Slope. Well, that's skiing, oh. too. Um, yeah, they, yeah. I think it probably depends on, like, what the jump you're going off. And you're yeah, going to get less height in a pipe than you are off of, Christian, like, a hot dog thing. Christian Haler, 11.3 meter hip jump. I don't even know what meters are. This is America. Are. <laughs> is I don't have time to learn the metric system. Keep those South I'm Korean American. measurements to yeah. yourself. 37 yeah. feet. Oh, okay. That's a lot of feet. That's, that's, that's a lot of feet. I'm that's assuming like I need to see it. Stories, I would never stories. do that. It's so impressive. I know. And how can you like possibly land safely on that? You know what I mean? There's so like, many times you did not. Yeah, that There's is so a many lot. Times and like, not. I'm just thinking, like, if I ever hit hit that height on a snowboard, like, I would just be like, okay, I'm here, I'm high. How am I gonna get down? Like, yeah. I just can imagine. It probably like, happens so fast that you just do it. Yeah, it's just weird. Yeah, like, I would really never do that. I can't no. do any winter sports. Winter sports are my least favorite to physically do. I did not ever. I didn't grow up skiing or anything like that, and I'm just bad at it. 
Yeah, I'm horrible. Just, they're really hard. So and there's a lot of barriers of entry to them. Like you can't just like decide to take up the luge and do it. Yeah. It's it's a lot harder. Oh, well, to it's get also super to fucking sports. expensive to go skiing and snowboarding. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. yeah it's like as a lift ticket, it's like a hundred bucks mm-hmm. back in New York. So like if ever I went skiboarding and snowboarding, I'd be like, Oh I had a couple of friends who did do like they did um speed skating and they did like snowboarding and stuff. Oh, wow. And they would be like, Oh, like, why don't you come up to us? We're gonna go with like Vermont to do this, blah blah blah. And I was like, Great, how much is it? And they're like, Oh, well, just for like th- it's it's a hundred dollars a day. I'm like Get out of Yikes. here. Yeah. I was like, I don't even know how to do this. I don't even know if I'm going to like it. I'm not going to spend yeah. $100. Oh, and then it's equipment rental on top of that. Yeah. So I'm looking to spend 180 bucks on something I might not even like to do and yeah. I could get really hurt at. No, thanks. Yeah. Also, I, lucky also, you might close. The clothes, yeah, are clothes just... too. And then when you're a kid, you no seriously, you grow out of them every year. It's yeah. like I grew up skiing because my uncle was a really good skier, so he taught me and all my siblings to ski. Nobody else in my family skied. It was just my uncle, and I don't think oh, he started cool. until like he was in his 30s or 40s. And oh, really? God he bless. had the talent. He's a really good skier. Um, but that was his present to us. Like at Christmas, it was like skiing stuff. Like he bought us our like first like our equipment like once we yeah. were old enough that we weren't going to grow out of it. So I had somebody paying for all that stuff for me. I was That's really awesome. lucky. Yeah. But, you know, my niece skis now and she's really good, but it's a pain in the ass because she grows like a weed and it's like, oh, that ski suit that fit her last year doesn't fit her. Like, mm-hmm. who, we don't want to buy her another $200 ski suit that she's, she's going to grow out of in another six months. Like, yeah, who's really. got a jacket? Who's got pants? Like, who's got socks that are going to fit this kid? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's hard. It's hard to participate in those sports if you don't have a ton of money and obviously if you don't live in the right geographic area. I mean, that's 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 uh, the whole plot of Cool Runnings, you guys. Love that movie. Yeah. Do you do you know that movie? Uh, I know that movie. Okay, good. Yes, good. I know okay. that movie. I wasn't sure you were going to be like, I didn't see that movie. I believe it came out in 1993. I was alive. Okay, great, great. I do. But they're, like, they're from Jamaica. Yeah. You know? And like they're, they're making do. Or like the Disney Channel original movie, Johnny Tsunami. Johnny Tsunami. Do you guys Ooh, remember that? I do. I, do I, I cannot remember that because I've never heard of it in the first place. There you go. Well, there was a... It was a time period where Disney Channel would release original movies once a month, and one fantastic one was called Johnny Tsunami. It was about this. this kid who grew up in Hawaii and was a really great surfer, but then his dad, who was in the army and who didn't like surfing, got a job somewhere where there was snow. So Johnny Tsunami learned how to snowboard. Oh. Got it. He transferred those skills like a boss. He Positive did. learning transfer. That's he what did. That's he did. And uh, you know, it was a great film. And yeah. It was wonderful. So the Winter Olympics are coming up very, very, very soon. Mm-hmm. Is there someone we need to be looking out for? Like a spe- mm. like some athletes that I need to root for? Tell me who to root for. Because <laughs> um, I'm not paying attention I mean, at all. <laughs> if you love America. <laughs> <laughs> it's all right. Yeah. Um, well, like Erin Jackson that I just mentioned. I'm really mm-hmm. excited to see what she does. I don't think she is expected to win any medals, but... Mm-hmm. I want to see this chick go out there and do really well. I want to. I want her to win just because that's like yeah, amazing. Right? That's, that's amazing. Like a big fu. Um, I'm excited about Lindsey Vaughn, who's been around forever, but she's 33 and she's still winning international competitions, which is really impressive. That is I mean, great. her body is basically just held together by like string and scotch tape at this point. Like really? she's had so many surgeries and she's always out because she's had injuries. So. Um, I think she had to pull out of the last Olympics, uh, which was a big bummer. So I'd really like to see her do well. Yeah. Um, um, Nathan Chen, who is a figure skater, he can do five like quadruple jumps in his program. Jeez. I don't know if he's going to 
attempt all that, but he is capable of doing that. So I'm excited about that too. Is he the guy, where is he? He's from America? Yes. I feel like I may have saw a picture of him or something like that. I'm not sure. (laughs) I don't know. I'm trying, you guys. It's It's, totally possible. You know, I'm I'm hip with it. I know what's going on. You know what's up. I know what's up. Those are, um, those are some people that I need to get on board with. Yeah. Like, I need to look them up because I don't know anything this year at I all. I think, okay, so biggest bummer of the Winter Olympics is that my boyfriend Bob Costas is no longer hosting them. Bob Costas! I love Bob! I lo- Why is he not? Oh. I think, no, him? I don't know. I don't oh. think it's that. Is it like something that I'm not, so, am I not supposed to like him no, no, anymore? No, no, I, I think it was his decision. <sighs> you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> sometimes you don't know, like, what happened with Bob. You know, did was there like a okay? I think and he then, just decided I'm done right. with this. Sure, uh, I, that's right. the way it's been framed, and there has had, there hasn't been any talk otherwise okay. that uh, I'm aware scandal. of. No, scandal. yeah, I think he was just Whew, like I'm, right. I'm exhausted. I don't want to do this anymore. Sure, I'm uh, I do, out. I do, I do enjoy him. I, my heart is broken. That's He's one good. of the the best parts of the Olympics for me. It's like 20 straight days of Bob Costas making dumb dad jokes. <laughs> so many dumb dad jokes. So many. That's hilarious. Yeah. I love that that's a thing. Well, who's going to host it now? I hope it's not going to be like Ryan Seacrest. No. Oh, no, God, no. It's it this guy be. named uh, Mike. Be. I'm going to get his last name wrong. Tarico, I think. Tarico. Um, he he's like a pretty he's a super respected sports dude i think he was on like espn or something like i think everybody's cool with it cool so and when katie kirk is coming back to oh, nice. host the opening ceremonies when everybody walks in with their oh, dumb clothes that's that the, we get to make fun of that's oh, my nice. favorite part oh the americans have really stupid fringy gloves fringy gloves they're brown gloves that don't go with the rest of the outfit and they have fringe on them uh, what's the other they're not outfit? just wearing maga hats Oh God! Maga hat. Oh, uh. <laughs> it's Ralph Lauren, and I think it's always Ralph Lauren, and it's everybody always. says these outfits suck, and then they just have Ralph Lauren do them again. I know. I don't know why he does. The... Did, weren't they made in China too, or something? Like I don't that? know. A couple of years. I, back. I think a couple of years back there was they a were... scandal, and then he was like, "All right, I'm not going to do that again." I think he actually had to apologize for that. Really? Like, yeah. Don't make them make our friggin' Olympic right? outfits um, for Christ's sake. <laughs> I'm curious how, like, the process by which you watch the Olympics. Because I know that when oh. I used to watch figure skating and I would watch routine, I would always, like, guess some of the scores ahead of time. Did you guys ever do that? Like, that no. was something that was really enjoyable for me as I would, like, guess the scores and see how close I got. Oh, and like, then after I'd like, the performance. I could be a judge. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think I start doing that more as, the like, the weeks go on because, like, my memory gets refreshed as to how all the scoring works. <laughs> So then it's like for those three then weeks, you know. I am so fucking tuned in and I'm like the smartest person ever when it comes to speed skating. And then three weeks after the Olympics are over, I can't remember a goddamn Just like, thing. Just like, what's speed skating? <laughs> I love the idea of like a little baby Jackie being there. She's like, 6.2. <laughs> it's what I would do. It's what I would do. I actually think that six is the highest score you can get now. So it would not be a six. Wait, wait. It used, to be, it used yeah. to be 10, didn't it? You it was, but, but then they changed it, right? Why? Why? I, I don't know. There's always there's always scoring controversies, especially with the, I mean the sports that are objective. Do you know there anything? Are a lot of in the Winter Olympics, even like snowboarding are. and skiing and stuff. Do you know anything about the judging process or like how they select judges, like how that works? Can I be a judge? I'd be very nice. I'd be like <laughs> if your mom was at the Olympics and be like, "You did great." I think there's maybe, maybe some room for improvement. <laughs> But you've only been at this for four months, and wheels are different than blades. You're doing great. 
I don't Evan Jackson. They, I don't think they write paragraphs. I think it's basically just numbers. I don't really know. It's one of those things where I'm, I like I'll see like a little snippet of it. Like they'll do a segment on like how the scoring works, and I'm like, okay, that makes sense. And then after the Olympics, I'm like, how does it work again? Because like honestly, like they could just, as far as I'm concerned, NBC could just pull off like six randos off the street and like put them in judge clothes. And I wouldn't know. Oh, totally. I wouldn't know. No. I wouldn't know. No. It's just the magic of television. Yeah. You know. Yeah. I mean, actually, that's like that's probably what they do. I wonder if there's like a if there's a conspiracy theory like on the internet that like the Illuminati um, judges oh. the Olympics. Oh, I'm I don't sure. Know. There's I'm always sure. controversy because like the judges always. I mean, all of them like they judge their own athletes better than uh, judges of other countries. There's always. I think. Oh, uh, I don't know what year it was. I think it was in the early 2000s. It was maybe it was either ice uh, pairs. It was either ice skating or ice dancing, where. One of like some of the I don't know how many judges it was. Ugh, you guys got to Google this because I'm going to tell it wrong. But there was such uh, like a, an obvious fuck up with the judging where everybody was like, there's no effing way these people won over these other people that afterwards they changed it. Like, I think Whoa. medals may have even been given out. And then they were like, okay, this was, this was I'm gonna wrong. I'm going to Google it real quick. And then they, they gave the medals to a different Dude, team. We've been talking for almost an hour. What? What? Shit. Oh, my God. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. I wanted to talk about Apollo Ono. Metal but, fight. Like, oh, why? Yeah. Why? He's not skating anymore. Well, oh, what does he, he do? Uh, I don't know. Like he's He, he works at Action Park. <laughs> <laughs> Typhoon Lagoon. Um, he's he retired the one from who's, the sport. Uh, yeah. But, uh, I mean, he's really the guy who made speed, short track speed skating like exciting to Americans. Also and yeah, and also patch. in a thing. You know, yeah. the soul patch, that bit. I wasn't on board with that. Liked no. everything except the soul patch. I'm not a big soul patch person. No. No, I'm, I'm not just not going to, I'm not going to fully endorse a soul patch. I Can't once do it. got to go to, it was a, it was Evan Lysacek's gold medal party. He was on Dancing <gasps> with the Stars. And at the time, Ooh. one of my friends was his publicist on the show. Nice. So I got to hold his gold medal, medal like not long after he actually won it. <gasps> it's like around, I have a picture with it around my neck. You had, a, you got to hold an Olympic gold oh, medal? Oh, I've held at least two. <laughs> I want to know both of those stories. Well, I just told you the one. One. <laughs> Um, the other one, I was a page at NBC. Uh, it was after the women won gold and uh, softball. Oh, cool. And they were like the coolest chicks and they all brought their gold medals. And before they went on, there were too many of them to have them like backstage. So they were all hanging out where the pages were. And we were like, let us touch. And they were like, yeah, no problem. They were like the sweetest and That's so exciting. Awesome. So we all got to hold their gold medals. Are too. they heavy? Yeah, they're heavy. Okay. Yeah, you don't want to like walk around with those things on your neck. Okay. Yeah. It's not like something have, you put under your shirt, no. like a like a Saint Francis. I mean, of maybe you could tuck it in your bra. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like how my big, stones. How big is the metal? Is it like a? It's like a whoopie pie. Is it like a? Uh, is it a small? Di is it like a small dish? disc? Um, is it a Chips Ahoy size? Like, maybe like a coaster. Oh. A coaster. Yeah, a heavy coaster. Gotcha. Got That's, That's what I would dope. use it for. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Do you have anything you want to plug? Oh, yeah, sure. Um, <laughs> uh, I co-produce a show at the UCB Inner Sanctum once a month. It's every third Saturday. It's called Late Night with Jimmy Fallopian Tubes. Mm -hmm. So it's a late night format show, but it's all written and performed by women, but it's for everyone. And uh, this month, I think I can announce this, um, Nell Scovell, who's like a legend in late night television, is going to be our guest. So That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah, she's going to do a Q&A with us. So this, come with your questions. This will come, this will go live a week before that comes out so yeah, fantastic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
And what's the date? That is February 17th. It's Great. a Saturday night at 9 p.m. Great. Yeah, it should be, it should be a fantastic show. Oh, my god, That's gosh. awesome. Yeah. That's really, really cool. Yeah, that's great. great. I can't believe we've been talking for an hour. I feel like we've been talking for like five minutes. Yeah. There's like so much barely, Olympics. I feel like we barely even talked about the Olympics. I know. We oh, wasted right. way too much time in Action Park. I had park. no idea my guilty pleasure was Action Park. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, we can just scratch this if you want. No, um, uh, we'll do this next week. Thank you so much for coming on, Adrian. Thanks for having me. This Hooray. is so much fun. Thanks. Yay.